Hey everybody, it's Brandon from Uncharted Horizons, and on behalf of Nicole and myself, we want to thank you guys for checking out the show. It'll be starting shortly, but I just wanted to let you know where you can keep up with us if you're interested. We're live every Thursday on Twitch at 8.30pm Eastern Time at Uncharted Horizons PC. The YouTube channel for the show officially exists now under the same name, at Uncharted Horizons PC on YouTube. You can find us at, on Twitter at UNCH Podcast, and you can find my personal Twitter account at LoveShackYT, and Nicole's personal account at Ellison underscore 712 on Twitter as well. We do post things from the show there and would love to interact with you guys, so feel free to check us out. As always, new episodes are posted on all places you get your podcasts about 24 to 48 hours at most after the show airs live, and and we'd love to hear from you. As always, thanks for watching, and let's get into the show. Alrighty. Been a while. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Uncharted Horizons podcast. It is uh, September 7th. We have not done a show in almost two months. Um, it's been a wild summer, um, and not in the fun way, mostly. I mean, it's been somewhat fun, but not 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 as not exclusively fun. Uh, but I'm definitely happy to be back, and there has been so much to talk about, and, and so much we're probably not going to be able to get into just in this show today, uh, but I am happy to be here, and Nicole, it's been a while since we've been able to just sit down and shoot the shit and talk games and everything else, so I look forward to it, but uh, how have you been during this time away? How, how's everything on your end? Oh, fantastic. If we didn't do the show, it's probably because I had plans and doing activities, which is always a good thing. Um, but I am distracted by the fact you're playing like football in the background of your feed. Oh, I do. I do have the uh, I, I did forget that the NFL opening night is tonight. So I do have the uh, the game on loosely in the background just to occasionally peek in on the score um, and provide an update for anyone that perhaps is choosing to watch us and wants to know what's going on with the game at the same time. Um, Interesting. OK, so I'll try I'm, not to look at it so I'm not distracted. I'll then. turn it out of the way so you can't see it. Um, so it doesn't provide you with a distraction. Uh, anyway, yes, we did miss some shows. A lot of that was me. Some life stuff came up. I just needed some time to focus on some other things. And, uh, and then Nicole had some adventures happening. So it's been a lot of fun and stuff, but we're back. We've got plenty to talk about in the coming weeks and we're heading full gear into spooky season right around the corner. So of course, plenty of fun Halloween stuff to do on the horizon. Um, so we are still bi-weekly for the time being. We'll be at 8 p.m. going forward. Um, and so once October comes back, we will be back to a regular weekly schedule, uh, at least for the month of October, and then we'll play it by year from there. So I'll turn my light up. People okay. don't recognize me in the chat. Oh. Some sitting in darkness. Seraphim said, hello, Brayden. Hi, thanks for saying hello. I don't recognize the name, Seraphim, but um, if you're new, thank They had you a different you're... name before. Oh, I okay, that exactly makes sense. What it... You would recognize the old one. Okay, uh, so that's Nicole. Her hair is so dark, I didn't realize she looks like Nadia Amine. Don't know who that is, don't but hopefully that is that's either. a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I was sitting know. in darkness, so my background is pretty dark, which it didn't look like this before, but on the call, it's darker than, like, the preview, so... It is what it is. I don't want to turn my actual room light on because then everything gets washed out. Okay, Nadia is a. Uh, I just did a quick search. She's a Twitch streamer that does like Call of Duty, plays Warzone and stuff a lot. The name loosely rings a bell. Um, I personally see. don't super see the comparison, but I guess the 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 hair looks darker, so I can kind of see where it's coming from. Uh, Interesting. In that in that approach. Could be worse. Hey, that's what I always say. Um, so we're back. All new graphics. I did a full overhaul. I have to say, I'm really proud of it. Uh, we got the Sony logos in the background there and everything going on. And then we've got the uh, little health bars and stuff. So I had fun doing that. And I thought it was time for a graphical upgrade and some simplicity here. But uh, yeah, so I mean, we've got so much has happened since the last show. Baldur's Gate 3 is out. People are offended that you can indicate your pronouns in that game. Uh, Starfield just came out uh last week and that's one that everyone's been playing and talking about uh, uh disney's lorcana tcg um have officially launched a couple weeks back and that one is again just kind of blowing things up and as someone who's actually taken an interest in it um some thoughts we'll get to a little bit later about the uh how disney adults might be already putting the game in a unpleasant spot um so plenty of stuff to talk about. But Nicole, 
you know, what do you, where do you want to start? I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you the ball and let you run with it. Where do you want to start tonight? Um, like we could start with Lurkana just because we're, we're talking about it, but, um, Brayden's probably more into it than I am, but I've also picked up a few packs with the help of Brayden because trying sure. to find these things is fucking insane. Um, on top of it just being like a new card game, but then you also have like the collectors and like Brayden said, the Disney fans getting in there. Um, and they've only stocked stores with like one like box each so far. So trying to track them down, uh, on the release date and then also with stores releasing them early it's just been a mess but i have fun you know trying to like get out there and find stuff it's like the good old like hunting days for me which i don't really do much collecting anymore so it was it was fun to try to get some of these cards and um make some content with it you know like the funko pop hunting back in the day going out looking yeah. for funkos ironically also ruined by scalpers um yeah like <laughs> but- it's just scalpers do suck but like it is fun to like be able to pull something that has a value to it obviously yeah. not not fucking blown out of like proportion but a, an agreed upon value in the community mm-hmm. for something like that yeah and just for those of you maybe unfamiliar Lorcana is most comparable to magic the gathering obviously one of the more long-standing card games it's meant to be family friendly so that like people of all ages can enjoy it which is really cool um it's it's basically a deck builder fun game collecting it's appealing to people that like want to play people that maybe want to change but also people who want to open stuff like nicole said and a booster pack is supposed to be 10 uh, it's 10 cards it's like random you know you can pull cool stuff what have you um you can see kind of some of the stuff nicole's showing off there but with the way scalpers have been packs are like 13 dollars, like almost double the price cards are really expensive walmart's targets got a super limited amount and they're basically like cleared out uh right now anyway there's supposed to be another wave i was able to find some packs uh, yeah, that's what the booster packs look like there. Nicole's showing on the screen. I was able to find some packs at, uh, you know, at the store when I went to Barnes & Noble. Thankfully, Barnes & Noble had a limited, um, like, a limited amount you could buy, which I think is awesome, because otherwise, like, people would just ruin everything like people tend to do. Uh, so I was able to get some stuff there. The uh, the the, ba- the pack- uh, packaging, this is a an Illumineer's Trove, it's called, but it's more known as, like, a fat pack if you've played Magic or an Elite Trainer Rocks if you play Pokemon. It's basically, like, it comes with eight booster packs, and then it has, like, a built-in storage uh, compartment in there where you can store all your cards, so that's pretty uh. cool. So it's neat, and it's it's only 45 bucks, well, 50, unless you have a Barnes & Noble membership, but you get the eight packs, which alone are worth, you know, $6 each, so you basically get the storage box and everything else that comes in it, you know, included. Um... So it's cool. It's been it's been fun. The game itself, you know, been playing with some friends and stuff, and it's definitely been enjoyable. But of course, the big problem that exists right now is the literal in- inability to get it to the point where boxes are selling online. A booster box has twenty four individual packs in it. They're supposed to be one hundred fifty dollars each. They're selling online for like three seventy to three eighty, and it's not just like a hype. Pri- I mean, it is hype, but it's not just like a hype price. They're actually selling at that price, which is the part that's kind of wild. Um... I just think it's kind of one of those things where it's unfortunate and I hope it doesn't ruin a good thing early. Uh, They are talking about, you know, as soon as possible, bringing in more and printing more, but it's not an instant process. Um, So if you've heard about Lorcana and you're not sure what it is or you wonder why it's everywhere right now, that's why. Um, And if it's something you're interested in and you're at the store and you happen to see it, I would definitely recommend... uh, picking some up because it's uh it's not lasting much otherwise i actually found a pack yesterday at target they restocked i found one singular pack left on the shelf and all the other shelves were just wiped um and it must have been really quick after because a buddy of mine saw some at the other target near me and they were gone within 10 minutes so i don't that's crazy it's just absolutely wild and these these are what the the cards themselves actually look like uh, if you guys are curious, just like a bit of an up-close look. Uh, there's all kinds of different characters from all kinds of different Disney stuff. And then the one on the right there you're seeing on the screen is actually what's called an Enchanted Rare. They're like super scarce and hard to pull. Um, and they're only like one in every, I don't know, so I forget what the number is, like one in every hundred packs, give or take. And the one on the left is just like a Legendary. But again, you know, some of your favorite characters and all that stuff. Um, it's, it's pretty cool uh, as a concept if you're a fan of those things. But... Again, scalping kind of ruins that for everybody. Uh, someone just said in the comments, your first time chat, I just pulled an Elsa right now in one random pack. Hey, 
Congrats. Nice. Was it the Enchanted or was it the other it. one? The the regular. The Enchanted's up to like eight hundred for the Elsa, I think. Eight hundred dollars, give or take, is what they're at right now. Dang. I also saw that um from Disney's I don't know, was it at the expo? I forget where it was. Those cards, the mm-hmm. what are they I forgot they're called promo cards. Yeah, they had Oh my god. Made. They're so expensive. But like why? <laughs> the same card. That is insane. It's yeah, they it's it's because it has a foil pattern and a different stamp on it or a different like symbol. Yeah, on I it. get it. It's just like wow. <laughs> yeah, as someone who's played card games for a long time, I, there's a lot of things that card games have done in the past where they have like a a different card, but they'll change the art or they'll give it like an alternate art variant, and then they'll put that as a special card you can get, which at least makes sense because there's like yeah. an element of collectability to it. Um, the only difference about these is literally the 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 code on the bottom, like yeah, the little from something else. So. I was yeah. like, god damn. Uh, so- I mean, it's the same thing with the pops where you had the convention exclusives and like the shared exclusive, the exact same pop, and the only difference is the sticker. So, like, where you bought it, there's literally no other difference, but they sell for almost probably way more. Actually, I've seen way more than double just for the different sticker. So, you know, collectors, collectors be wild. They, they'd be out there. And now, oh, Brayden died. I had to die. I'm sorry. <laughs> My he's gone his camera's doing, dead my camera was doing the flickering thing I yeah had to i saw it, it. i didn't oh. want to interrupt but i didn't want to interrupt you but i had to i had to do it i'll get it back online in just a sec here but it was brutal and i know somebody no was going to comment on it okay you should be flicker free at this point good good yeah i've also been i've been looking for legos lately don't know why they're so expensive talk about collecting things yeah, that's not a sustainable hobby. They're plastic. Don't get me wrong. I love them and I support buying them, but my God, are they so much money? So I've been like on the hunt for Walmart has had some on clearance lately and I've just been in the mood to Lego, you know? I mean, prices, I, get, I crazy. love Legos, but I get so frustrated when things don't fit where they're supposed to fit. So it's not really my cup of tea, but I have my friends yeah. love it. I My roommate actually has built a few. We have an X-Wing like a Ooh, full-on nice. X-Wing fighter out in the living room. And we have, uh, I think there's an Optimus Prime, like, Transformer Lego out there that we have. And then I think there's a Darth Vader. Is it a Darth Vader helmet? Either a Darth Vader helmet or it might be a Venom. I don't remember. But there's a couple that we have in, like, our display case that are a few really cool ones. Um, but I, I, I saw you bought something. Did you end up actually picking up a, a Lego and building it? Um, I haven't built it yet, so I've convinced my friends to do a BYOL night, bring your own Lego. <laughs> okay. I was like, uh, you guys want to hang out and just like, if we, they don't have to do Legos, but I was like, I needed an excuse to buy one and uh, <laughs> we we're doing one of those soon. I really like the flower sets because I feel like that's at least practical and you can have it in your home and it doesn't look, it obviously doesn't look like real flowers, but I think they look nice enough that I've seen people put theirs on display and stuff in their living room and it still looks quite nice. Um. But I've there's some pretty good deals on eBay, especially like I don't care that if it's new or not. Like people sell their pre-owned sets like taken apart in like a bag, and I'm like, sign me up, <laughs> I'll take it. Like I don't like what's the, what's the difference? I'm just I want to build it again, so I don't want to buy somebody's full set. But people like take theirs apart, so that's an option if you're looking to save some money on Legos. Well, what happens if it's missing a piece? Um. Well, that would suck, but you know, imagine building they, they the usually whole thing tell and then there's you. A piece, no, uh, I mean, some people they'll are say like piece missing. Well, eBay, you can get refunded and stuff. Yeah, but piece oh, is I'm missing. Just, imagine the frustration you would have if you yeah. built an entire thing. As long as you, you have the like, instructions oh. that the good thing about Lego is because they're all numbered, you can just like probably buy the one off piece you need or like go to the Lego store and they have it. I don't know if you've been to Lego stores, they have like a wall of all the pieces. Yeah, that's a fair. I suppose that's true. Well, um, I I like them. I, I actually, I like the models, too. I think I showed this off a while back, but this I got at, like, Hobby Lobby. I don't support the store, but, I mean, it was a model sale. This is, like, the Star Wars The Mandalorian ship, which I don't remember the name of off the top of my head, but it's, like, one of the Ooh, yeah. snap and build kind of things, like the model kits that are kind of cool. But I like Legos, too. They're just, like, they, it, you have to have a lot of time and a lot of space to have Lego hobbies. Like, if you start building... All kinds yeah. of shit. Like, I have a buddy that bought the Millennium Falcon, and he built it, and it just, it takes up, you know, an egregious amount of space to, like, to be somewhere, so. Yeah, I bought a uh, Captain Rex's helmet, which the helmet stuff that they do for Star Wars Legos are pretty cool, because they're not, like, as large as you would expect, so they're pretty good display-wise. And then I bought an old vaulted set of Obi-Wan and Anakin fighting on Mustafar, which when I saw that existed, I was like, that needs to be mine. 
absolutely needs to be mine. <laughs> Who's Captain Rex? Uh, he's a clone. Like he's like the main clone that okay. um was in like Anakin's squad and Ahsoka's squad and stuff. But yeah, there's him. But he is in the movies, but you don't really get that much exposure to the clones unless you watch the Clone Wars, obviously. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I know the Ashika show came out. I haven't actually seen that yet. That but... show is single-handedly just fueling my entire life. Really? Episode four, so we're at the halfway point, aired this week, and I think everyone collectively has lost their minds in a good way. Mm. And you see, like, obviously, you know me, I'm like, a, I'm happy for all Star Wars things. I haven't been disappointed by anything. I'm, I'm just here for the ride. Like, there's content, I'm gonna watch it, and we'll see what happens. But we, I've had, I've seen a lot of takes being like Star Wars is back. Like people that like gave up on Disney Star Wars forever ago, this show is like what's bringing them back and something they're actually enjoying. Um, no spoilers, but the episode four ended somewhere again, which Disney keeps doing this to me in the best way possible, just like giving me these interactions or moments that I just never thought that we'd see after the movies ended with Revenge of the Sith, and it's just. It's so good. I like. I was on Discord call watching my friend, and we were both just like fucking screaming. And there's like uh, TikTok reactions of people watching it. And it's just, it's so good. If you care, if you well, you kind of have need to see Rebels and Clone Wars. But if you're just like waiting to watch the show for any reason, watch it because it's gonna get spoiled for you. Because Disney, like the next day, and Star Wars is already posting the new poster with like some spoiler stuff on it. And it's just, it's so good. It made me so happy. And I'm just like, ah, it's a, it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. Hey, listen, I uh, I said I've, I've sort of backed away from Star Wars for a little bit because for me personally, I just got a little burnt out on some stuff, but I'm thrilled that people are having the choice of more content and also that it's actually good. So um, I'll, I'll watch it someday. You know, I still want to finish The Mandalorian. It's just one of those things where it's like, I don't have a ton of time to watch a lot of stuff, and so I try to be a bit more selective about what I'm watching. I didn't even see Secret Invasion yet, to be honest with I you. Yeah, that's the one show I'm not caught up on. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty familiar with what happens, and I honestly, I'll watch it someday, but I don't know when I'm going to get around to it. And Loki yeah, I coming saw out, some spoilers. Yeah, I know a few things. I mean, everybody's probably known knows at this point, but I mean, I've tried to avoid anything major. Um, I also didn't watch all of Moon Knight, and I've been fine with understanding. I love MC, Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight was, was pretty pretty contained which was nice so you don't have to have seen every single movie to understand but yeah loki is definitely the next like big thing that i'm excited for um the trailers and um teasers have been really cool um i don't see that season letting us down at all hopefully not (laughs) i hope so all right well, I'm I I'm looking forward to that, and I'll see the Marvels in theaters. I don't particularly yeah. I'm not like super pumped for it, but I'll see it because I like to at least you know watch the continuity, um, stuff here. But you know, I think speaking of Star Wars and kind of you know pivoting a bit to space talk in general, uh, Starfield is out now. Um, came out I think officially Tuesday, right? I think it was. I know there was like uh, early access, yes. but I'm pretty sure yeah, it came early out access was the Thursday night, and then. I think technically it was yesterday, but it was, like, unlocked Tuesday night. Yeah. So I've been watching a few friends play. One of my friends made a character that looks exactly like me and is basically playing the game as me and going around and and answering questions in my mannerisms, which is both insulting and hilarious. Um, But the game seems interesting. I know that there's been a lot of very positive feedback, which is great, and you've played it. I have it, so I'm going to, um, you know, basically pass the floor to you on this. Um, but I am, you know, I, obviously it's one of those things that like, you're never going to please everybody, but it does seem pleasantly positive versus no man's sky. When that one leaked, not leaked, but when it came out and everyone was just like, yeah, no, this is terrible. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I've heard some, some criticisms and I will, um, address them with you after you give your review. Cause I'm curious about your thoughts and maybe you can, uh, set the record on some of these things, but just kind of, you know, give us a bit of a summary on, your experience with the game so far and how you feel about it i did see you got the controller which is absolutely gorgeous controller. i did i've been playing with it it's very nice i have the headset as well which surprisingly not that comfortable you heard it here first that's the xbox it's like their main headset it's not just the starfield one it's just like their headset reskin for starfield and i don't know i don't find it comfortable i'm so wear- i'm not wearing it right now these are like steel series and they have like a um I don't know what the difference it is, but it's like a it's like a very wide band and it doesn't really sit on your head. It's like very soft. I'll have to post a 
picture or something later to explain what I mean but this is super comfortable and lightweight but like the Starfield Xbox one like sits on your head and I don't know if you ever have this problem but if something's like touching the same spot on your head for like too long it starts to hurt so you have to like adjust it and then it's fine for a while (laughs) I don't know that happens to me I'm sure I'm not alone uh no I mean I definitely know what you're talking about I'm very picky about my headsets which is why I've had the same one for like ever um, and I just, I have a HyperX, which is what I pretty much use for everything. Yeah, I used to um, always use HyperX, and then I tried to find one with a better mic, and I don't even use that now, which, it, it looks like it's muted, because it is, because I'm using a standing mic, so it doesn't, it didn't really matter that I switched, but. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, Starfield is really good. I have over 24 hours in the game right now. I don't know what I'm at now, maybe like 28 after last night, because when I had checked it, it said I played for a day, so math um i think i think it's really good um obviously skyrim is my favorite game so i i know what bethesda games are about and this is definitely another bethesda game but i mean that in a good way you could also take that in a bad way but it's definitely an improvement on their formula it's not like oh okay like we, we just released fallout 4 in 2023 i forgot what year it was um it definitely feels like a newer game like a cur- current gen it does feel a little dated having just played Baldur's Gate 3 i found myself um constantly comparing to Baldur's Gate 3 cuz i literally had was playing that the night before Starfield came out um just in the terms of like storytelling and especially character models but they have different art styles like Starfield i don't think is that's not what they're trying to do they weren't trying to like make the most realistic character models and stuff like if you played Skyrim or Fallout or any of their games in between Fallout 76, Elder Scrolls Online, you know what like their art style kind of is. And I think this game might be on a new engine, but like I said, it, it definitely feels like a newer game compared to those. Um, I find the gunplay to be really, really smooth, which I don't, I didn't play much of Fallout 4 76. I definitely dabbled. That didn't sink a lot of time into either of them. Um, but compared to Skyrim, which obviously is a very old game, even though they've updated it so many times, um, it feels very, it feels better to move around. And um, obviously there's no guns in Skyrim, but that part of the game, I think they've really nailed and like the zero G and space mechanics, they took um, their time to make sure that would work. Um, what else? I had done some of the main story, but in true Bethesda game fashion, I got sidetracked and I've just been hopping to different planets, just taking my time, doing what seems interesting. Um, I've had some really cool side missions. And then, of course, there's like the short little like activity stuff that isn't going to be this grandiose adventure. Um, but yeah, I'm having a great time with it. And I definitely don't regret spending $30 to play it early. <laughs> you could have just waited a few days. I could have waited a few days, but I've I've played enough since it came out that Thursday night that I think it justified it, especially with all the games coming out still for the rest of this year. I needed to, like, get this one started, like, get playing so that way I can at least play a lot of it until when I'm happy and I can finish it before moving on to, like, Spider-Man or eventually going back to Baldur's Gate. Fair enough. Um, I know Baldur's Gate is one I'm actually kind of intrigued by myself and would like to maybe pick up at some point if it goes on sale. Um, now I I went on record saying that when Starfield was announced, I didn't exactly have the highest expectations. It seemed like they were sort of touting the idea of like a billion different planets without really thinking about the other elements of that. Um, happy to say that you know it seems like I was wrong based on what I've read. It looks like uh, exploration is definitely one of the bigger strengths that the game has going for it. So. Um, you know, obviously, I, I haven't played it, and I don't know if I will in any time in the near future, simply because of a just open-world RPG, time-consuming thing. But I did a little bit of, uh, you know, kind of looking at some of the critical elements of it and uh, that, that people have said. And I'm curious if your thoughts about maybe debunking or acknowledging a few of these things, um, just in the interest of, you know, presenting both sides. Because obviously, for the most part, it does seem to be quite... Um, but good. So one of the biggest things I saw uh, that online, critically speaking, is that the inventory system is pretty terrible, or the inventory management system. Mm. Um, how do you feel about that? Is that something that has that's been an like, issue for you? Yeah, that's like think the only thing I've tweeted about agreeing in a negative light is just it's so bad. <laughs> it, Skyrim and Fallout and all of Bethesda's games and other games too, they have carry weights, and I understand why they do that. But this one starts you, I feel like, at such a low number, considering if once you start playing you're like what the fuck am I carrying what do you mean I'm over encumbered already and you look and it's like it's all pretty useful stuff like I have like different guns 
the spacesuit and booster pack, jetpack that you literally need to survive on these planets has a weight. So like that's already like permanent weight that you have. And obviously the guns weigh. The ammo doesn't, thank God, because that would just be the worst thing they could have ever done. Um, but it, it definitely takes some some careful maneuvering. You do have ship cargo and the game does a good job of letting you use that pretty freely. So you can um store a bunch of stuff in your ship and then if you're out on a planet or just anywhere away from your ship you're talking to a merchant and you want to sell something or you're crafting it lets you pull from your ship inventory like on the spot so you don't have to like run back and forth like fill up what you need and figure that out so like that's connected which is nice and then of course if you have a companion with you i don't know if they have a limit but if you've played skyrim or anything like you they're just your pack mules so i'm just like all right take all of this aluminum i found it's very heavy <laughs> i can't carry it right now um, so I've I've done an all right job of managing that, but it is definitely the most annoying thing, and I would not be surprised if that's one of the first things they patch. Um, either just like giving us a better starting weight, or just some something has to be better. Um, one of the skills you can improve is your carry weight, but like you level you level up pretty slowly. I feel because like I said, I'm like twenty eight or something hours in, and I'm maybe like at level ten or eleven, um, and I don't want to waste my skill points and like and increasing my carry weight which is not something I want to do so I definitely think that's like the main and only real complaint I have about the game and I think that they'll probably fix it just because like you said it's a pretty shared opinion yeah it sounds like uh loosely uh the way some of Resident Evil's um inventory systems work really you can only carry a max amount of things um on your person but you can also store other stuff in like chests and crates um and then whenever you like with the merchant or if you find the, the save box points you could pull stuff out put stuff back in uh, obviously it's not a one-for-one -one comparison but like in terms of management and having a limited amount of things you can carry um I, Elden Ring had a weight system straight up um but it was only for like what could be on your person versus what could be in your I guess is different. um yeah that 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 was the biggest thing I saw I know another thing that some people said is um and, and you may not be far enough in the game to really, like, comment on this one too much. And if you're not, we could just skip it. But it's uh, more or less they're saying that it feels like a lot of the illusion of choice that you're given doesn't really amount to much one way or another in terms of how it impacts the game going forward. So, in other words, you get slightly different, like, you know, outcomes if you choose one answer versus another. But it doesn't seem to have any, like, direct significant change on the story's outcome for the most part with like the actual dialogue and conversations with the characters despite the presentation that like you can you know take the game yeah. in a much direction there's i haven't like i haven't done much of the main story there's definitely like the bigger quests like the main factions and just like the more fleshed out side quests that your react like your what you do does matter um mm -hmm. like i said it does not it never gets to a degree where Baldur's gate where i feel like in Baldur's Gate, you could tell some you could fucking, I don't know, kill someone's like kill someone's pet fly fucking 30 hours ago. And then like 30 hours later you run to them and they're like, fuck you. I know like I remember you. You did this thing. And like obviously Skyrim's not that deep. Like you could fucking piss someone off. And then if you go to talk to them again, they're like, Hi, how can I help you today? It's like that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um also, by the way, our Zoom meeting is gonna forcefully shut off apparently unless i pay money so we're gonna have to close it and start another one. Oh wait i'm still here she's not here because of our uh, zoom communications our zoom communications hold on a moment please this is top level production right here this is top of the line um yeah we're on a zoom call so that nicole's footage i'm not on zoom i'm on my actual webcam but we i'm bringing nicole in for, through zoom um i didn't realize though that she didn't have a premium version so bear bear with me a moment here so that i can get a new link up and get nicole back on the screen for all of you um i'm working on it now as we speak here uh I don't understand why that's a thing. I thought Zoom's limited meetings were only if there were multiple people um, in a Zoom call, but apparently I was wrong, and there is kind of a first time for everything. So, uh, I'm waiting on Nicole to actually let me into her Zoom meeting now, um, and then I will get everyone back online, I guess, because, yeah, she she disappeared. Disappeared. It was so weird. The ratings were just so high while you were off screen. Um, okay, I'm back. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I was yes. trying to explain it and then it literally ended. So I got a pop-up that 
yeah, I had to upgrade to pro if we wanted more than 40 minutes. So maybe we'll have to figure out something. We'll go back to Discord or something. Yeah, because I forbid mean, we try to do something better. I was saying I'm on my own camera here, so it's just a matter of pulling you in. Um, yeah. But the cut and like your picture quality is better and the screen thing actually works because zoom, you know, is better with HD. But uh, yeah, we'll figure that out. Does, does work not have zoom accounts that uh, that you can use? You I know, thought. I could sign into that. I just that's what I'm always signed account, into because so. I don't use zoom for anything. So I'm just like, yeah, screw it. There's no time limit. But we'll yeah, have maybe to, I'll uh, just I'll switch or something. But yes, yeah, sorry we'll about out. that. That's OK. <laughs> it was super professional. I, I um, so we were I talking. We were... I, I had asked you about the. um. You were talking about sort of like how a lot of things are remembered in, in side uh, quests oh, right, and stuff, right. but some things aren't. Yeah, they, they make it like pretty clear when your um, choice is going to have an effect. Like last night, kind of a spoiler, but not really. I had like the choice of like helping some people settle on a planet or I could help them um, get a grab drive, which is like Starfield's version of going through like hyperspace like you need instead of a... Um... I can't. Wow. I'm drawing a blank on what Star Wars calls it. Is it just a hyperdrive? Yeah. Light speed? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, their hyperdrive and their ship has them going. Number one Star Wars fan right here. Hyperspace. I was getting the two words confused. But yeah, the grav drive. So I could either help them convince the people on the planet to let new people live there, or I could help pay for their grav drive so they could find somewhere else to live. So that was just like a side mission, but like that's a very clear option and like that will have an effect in the world because like things do change. It's not like nothing ever like you don't start a quest that has like a predetermined outcome. I'm sure maybe there's some, but there's definitely ones that are very clearly like, okay, like my choice influenced this thing. Yeah. All right. And I'm sure it'll be, I'm sh- I did, I, I did hear that like the main story has some like pretty big choice thing, but like I said, I'm not there yet. Fair enough. The, the last uh, criticism I wanted to bring up with you and give you a chance to debunk so that we were kind of presenting both sides here. Um, I've read from a few different sources, and these are, you know, again, all opinions, so they're definitely not definitive, nor are they mine. Um, but this was actually one of the things I was concerned about when I talked about the game initially. Uh, a lot of people say the game takes about eight to ten hours to really start to pick up and become fun and something that you get into where did you feel about that because it seems like people are saying yeah i like it and it's engaging but it takes a hell of a lot of time to get there um and and that's that's tough a tough sell for some people that are like maybe super interested in the game but don't necessarily want to like trudge or i put that in quotes trudge through eight hours of gameplay before actually getting to like experience what the game yeah I don't think I don't think it took that long. I feel like I've seen some other people also say that like like oh like what are they talking about? Like it instantly starts. The game start I mean it starts in the same way Skyrim does if you want to consider that slow where you're like on the on the carriage and then you like you make your character and then literally 2 seconds later you're running for your life from a dragon. I'd say it's not as fast as that but pretty comparable. Like you start the game, you're doing some menial task um and then you pretty much get thrown right into like what the story is going to be centered around. Mm-hmm. And then within the first hour, you're going through this base and like wiping out enemies. And I and I thought it was great. It felt like very not walking sim because obviously it's not. But there was like a cool story going along with that base if you were paying attention and like reading the notes you found and stuff. But also you're just like going through and like clearing enemies and that's like the first main thing that I think you have to do. I don't think you could like go anywhere else yet. You're kind of just like. Here you go. Start looting. <laughs> Start playing the game, and it, I found it pretty like fast. And that definitely wasn't ten hours in. It was probably like I said within the first hour. Okay. Um, and then within the first two hours, you go to like the main headquarters, and like you get the whole story spiel and you start that type of thing and you can either go jump right into the next story mission, which like I said is like already you're going, or you could just fuck off and go do whatever else you want. Um, so it's probably, I guess, up to how people choose to spend their first couple hours or so. Like I said, like the first, the very first thing you do that everyone has to do, I think is pretty fast paced. Um, and then, yeah, it's up to you from there. All right. All right. Fair enough. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Certainly it is on Game Pass, so it can't be that bad. You know, people that want to try it out, see if you're into it. Um, that too, yeah. You know, pay the, what is it, $1.99 for a month trial or something like that. And then, you know. We'll see how long that pricing lasts. I, I gotta imagine Game Pass at some point is gonna have to raise their prices in order to be able to they be did. competitive right now. Did they already? Yeah, they did for Ultimate and the Live, which I don't really think people buy on its own anymore. It was like a dollar or something. 
And then for some reason, PC Game Pass stayed the same price, and that's what I use. So I was like, I'm chilling at my $9.99. My guess- also, speaking of, it's on sale at Target. Don't know why or how they could do that, but it's 30% off Game Pass, like Ultimate. So if you need to re-up, go to Target. Hey, is it a year? No, three. They, they're doing three months, which is pretty nice. It's like 20 bucks for three months instead of 30. I was like, dang, sign me up. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, um, I think the PC Game Pass is cheaper because there's so much competition on PC for people to buy games from Steam and Epic. And Epic has free games, whatever. So rather than alienate a market that already has a lot of choice, you're sort of giving people, you're sort of staying around the same. Because with Xbox, you know, you could go to PC. With PC, you could, you know what I mean? Um, there's so many different places to buy games and access games and even play games for free on the computer set that it's probably wise to just, like, not take what you can get, but almost, you know, maintain your audience, if you will. That's a good point. I didn't so, think about that. I was just that, like, oh, it's cheaper. Yeah, that that's my guess, anyhow. Um, but again, I, 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 I could be wrong. I just imagine that it's probably not, uh, you know, exactly. I don't know um so yeah starfield is i'm glad, glad you're enjoying it uh obviously you know Baldur's gate i know we talked about it a little bit um definitely want to get into that there's a lot of customization options and stuff for Baldur's gate apparently and the game itself is massive um so i do look forward to kind of being able i feel to... like yeah i've i've have three saves right now oh really <laughs> hear me out <laughs> my friend and i play, started a co-op save so like we only play that when we both could play um and that's our first file so like i don't go any further than what we are so it's kind of very experimental and like if something goes wrong it just goes wrong so (laughs) we our game's not doing too hot in that respect as far as like getting the perfect the perfect playthrough because you know dice rolls go wrong encounters go wrong Mm -hmm. um and then i made my own save where i did like a perfect playthrough because of my friend and i's i knew what i should do so i like went and did that and then I was like, you know what? Let me do a third one and do the complete opposite where I'm playing like the evil character with like the bad choices and siding with the bad people like I never would actually do in a normal playthrough. Um, I, I'm obsessed with it. I think it's a really good game. Uh, I haven't had that much like time to spend on it, obviously, because like there was something right before that. I think I had like a week or two weeks between that and when Starfield came out from whatever I had just finished. Maybe it was Jedi Survivor. That might that feels like it was too long ago. Um, but I really want to get back into it and I could definitely see it being like one of my favorite games of all time once I like properly get to sink more time into it because I already think it's fantastic. I don't see it getting any worse. I only see it getting better. Yeah, that's probably true. It's again, that's one I definitely would like to sink my teeth into a bit. It's just uh, you know, a matter of finding the time and that's a game that's probably not short, I would imagine. No. So that's sort of the... <laughs> no. the but the... You'll, you'll know what it is, even just, like, getting to play the first act. Because, like, I think they're split into, like, major story segments. Um, mm. Maybe, like, 10 hours, maybe less. But depends, like, depends on how much you want to explore. But you'll definitely get a feel for it, what it is, like, right away. And if you'll vibe with it or not. Oh, well, that's actually not too bad. Um, fair enough. What was I going to say? Yeah. Um, so that's great. That's uh, kind of like where, where we're at in the world of gaming at the moment. Um, I don't know if anything else has come out yet. Obviously, uh, Skyrim, not Skyrim, goodness, Spider-Man 2 is still coming out this year. Um, I know my buddy just got the Spider-Man controller, the PS5 controller. I don't know if you ended up scooping that. I didn't. It looks really, really cool, but I have the God of War one, and I really oh, don't yeah. need another one, because I have the one it came with, and then the blue God of War one with, like, the two wolves, mm-hmm. or the bear and the wolf. Which I thought they were wolves, but apparently there's a bear. I don't know. Um, that one looks pretty design. cool. So we we've obviously talked a lot about now. Did anyone pick Starfield for our draft? Did. You did. You have an update on the score for us? I do. So Hey I everybody, it's Brandon from Uncharted Horizons and on behalf of Nicole. Or maybe when we did our little like update, I think I was like, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the jump. Um and Starfield's sitting at an eighty eight for open critic, which Funnily enough, uh, Pikmin 4 that you picked up is also sitting at an 88. <laughs> That's actually critics. not bad. So, <laughs> they're comparable somehow in, in, in the world of games. Um, and then besides that, I don't think anything else got a score. We had Final Fantasy 16 come out, which you got a wicked high score of 89 on, but I think that was there already. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure I'm sweeping the draft right now. I'm winning right now. But what is the? Okay. What else do I have that hasn't come out yet? You have Spider-Man 2 and Yakuza. 
Yakuza. Yeah, okay, so, and, and does Isaac have anything that's not out yet, or is Peppa Pig World Adventures and Minecraft? Isaac stole Hollow Knight from me, so he it's, has it's, that it's, if it's it not, comes out. It's not coming out this year. That's already been confirmed, so there's no... Well, we'll see if he gets more points. And then I have Assassin's Creed Mirage, Mirage. which is coming out October 5th. Oh, okay, hopefully we're not just seeing it. And it's not really there. No, I mean, it's an yeah. Assassin's Creed game. There's like six people that are probably going to be pumped for it. And then everybody else is, is going to be like, all right, well, this was fun. Back to Call of Duty. So, um, yeah, I mean, you still have two games, so you could definitely pass us. You're at 261 points. Isaac's at 314 and I'm at 345. Okay. So you might be able to catch up if you're next to, well, Spider-Man and Yakuza probably will score pretty high. So Yeah, assuming Yakuza actually releases this year and everything. I'm not 100% sure. I imagine it will, but there's been so many delays. Who knows? Um, you know, everything has been delayed, basically, at this mm. juncture. But yeah, that kind of ties into what I wanted to ask you about, because you play, you've been playing some different games. I feel like maybe not the newest releases, but definitely some some quality games. Mm -hmm. What have you, uh, is there any, like, specific games that you want to shout out that you've played this year just like going into well, the end of this year and game of the year awards the highlight for me well that's that's different because for me i haven't played too many new titles this year believe it or not but i did i mean obviously i talked at length about castlevania which i still think is just an amazing game i highly recommend everyone um i really haven't actually sat i mean i played i played a little halo infinite because they updated the game significantly so i was fucking around in multiplayer and stuff a little bit um I mean, Resident Evil 4 Remake has to be the best game I've played this year, I think. Um, and I, I definitely think that game could be in contention for Game of the Year. It, it likely will have some, you know, bearing there. But I don't think that... I don't see it winning. I just... I, it's like, you got Tears of the Kingdom, which, you know, probably is... You know, I don't even think Tears of the Kingdom is going to win. Because based on a lot of stuff I'm seeing from people who are pretty well-versed with it, it looks like a lot of people think Baldur's Gate has a real shot of winning... Uh, game of the year and just what it's talked about and how how much people have gravitated towards it obviously spider-man hasn't you know come out yet but there's a lot of hype around that i'm sure starfield's gonna have some interest i don't know i haven't read enough of on that to know whether or not it's going to be in the game of the year conversation um because I, I and that's not a knock i just i don't really don't know um i've heard a lot of people say that Baldur's gate and obviously you've got tears of the kingdom um I'm interested to see how things kind of shake up this year uh, as it comes down to it, because I don't know that there's like a clear last year we had God of War. Was it Ragnarok and Elden Ring? Right. Those were basically yeah. the two. Oh, well, they were and the two everybody runners. knew that like the one of those two was going to win. And, and, and obviously Elden Ring came away with it. Um, you know, Armored Core. I don't know if Armored Core is actually going to be in any kind of discussion. People have liked that a lot. It may at least be floated mm -hmm. in conversation. Uh, but there's a large spread, I would say about five to six games, that could probably at least be talked about for Game of mm. the Year. And that's a pretty cool thing, you know, for gamers, because obviously that means that there's a lot of things to look forward to. And that's, you know, not counting, again, the few titles that haven't actually come out yet. And, uh, you know, could they be talked about in that space as well? So I haven't played a ton of new stuff this year, but I've been, you know, following along with a lot of that. I will say... I'm going to be going back to Sonic Frontiers pretty soon because the DLC comes out, which has new story mm -hmm. elements and stuff. So um, almost a year after the game's release, um, we're finally getting some actual content. Um, so looking forward to that, but it's more or That's... less. Yeah, I forgot that they had a whole roadmap. Yeah, most of it's been kind of not up my alley because it's like different character skins or different customizations. If there's not something that's like actual, like, meat on the bone like giving me a reason to sit down and actually play and, and, and invest in the story um and actually play new levels new stuff and you're gonna be able to play as a couple different characters and there's a new final boss so i look forward to that and kind of sinking my teeth into that a little bit um but i'm i'm not i don't know i'm looking for something to play i've been like dabbling on different things i was Titanfall so supposed to be pretty good, or Titanfall 2, rather. And I noticed it was, like, two ninety nine on Steam this week or something, Worth and I was it. like, that's not even a bad deal for a game. Even if I don't play it, like, anytime soon, it's still only $2.99. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I've been, I just have been so busy with YouTube and stuff and mm -hmm. doing that. I haven't really had a lot of time to just sit and play a new title, so... I don't know. Yeah, what about I you? See that, I see people post that a lot. They're like, where are you people finding time for Starfield? <laughs> I'm like, listen, it's my sleep. That's where I find time. <laughs> no, I I play till safely till like midnight. And like, I have to what, work at nine. But like, 
I'm not getting eight hours of sleep a night, probably. Like, by the time I'm actually in bed and asleep, it's probably more like seven hours. But yeah, I don't know. I, I get, I stop work, you know, I, I get my shit together. I make dinner, go go work out, whatever, do chores. And then I pretty much play time, play games, which uh, at that, at the expense of literally doing anything else, like I can't watch a show or I can't read. You just got to pick and choose your battles there. But um, at this current time, I don't think Starfield would win game of the year. And I don't see that changing. Not that it's bad. Like I said, it's just, there's been so much good this year. And Starfield is very good. I'm having a great time with it, but it doesn't like, it doesn't scream game of the year title to me. Like it's not doing anything different. It is different. Like I said, it feels new, but I think, I feel like we've seen it before. Like I said, Mm -hmm. it is, it is a Bethesda game. And even though it is updated and modern, it's not, it's not like, oh my God, this is insane. Like, how do they do this? Um, but yeah, I do think it'll be between Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate 3, which is, that's such a fun competition because they're so different, but they both obviously are very special and they've definitely, I think they both pushed a boundary, even though Tears of the Kingdom is probably super similar to Breath of the Wild. I still think that there's, there was something special in this one, which is why I like this one and not the other. <laughs> but yeah, I do think it's between those two, but I had tweeted the other day, just like this year for games for me personally has just been like so insane as far as like all of these bangers coming out and stuff that I like really vibed with, like there was Hogwarts Legacy, oh, that Tears of the too. Kingdom, yeah, Jedi Survivor, Legacy. Baldur's Gate, Starfield, Horizon, uh, Forbidden West got a DLC, and then there was games I didn't play like Diablo 4, Final Fantasy 16, and Resident Evil 4. Remake. Final Fantasy 16 could be in conversation for Game that of the too, Year too. Yes, that's I, like I the don't... one yeah. I have nothing about. Like I don't, I know of it, and I know that like people feel that way about that game, but I have like no basis on if it's comparable to tears of the kingdom or Baldur's gate or not i would love to see Baldur's gate win just because like that studio has been working on that game for so long and it shows just like the sheer amount of choice and option is just like someone had to code that and like write all that dialogue and plan for all of these insane paths i can I picture like this giant like web of just like crossing <laughs> yarn <laughs> in their office it's insane but yeah tears of the kingdom obviously is also a masterpiece in its own right um, but yeah, it's just been a fucking great year for games. I don't know what happened. Maybe the pandemic shifted all of this stuff later, so now everything's coming out. But and like I said, the year's not even done. We have we have some we got like Alan Wake 2, Spider-Man. There's probably oh, yeah. the other stuff I'm forgetting that people care about. Like you said, Armored Core just came out. Um, who knows what else? And, and not even to mention indie stuff. Like unfortunately, I don't really think we'll see an indie in the conversation, even if it deserved to be there just mm-hmm. because of scale and how many people can play them. But like I've played some fantastic indies too. Like my, my whole list is pinned on my Twitter. People stray. are curious what I've played this year. Yeah. Stray. Oh wait, no. Stray's getting a movie. Stray came out way, this year. Is... I was just going to say, that's what made me think of it. But I'm, now that I think about it, Stray came out last year, didn't it? Yeah. Because it won some awards. It surprised people. I can't wait for the, I don't know if it's going to be a real cat or not, but it's going to be really cute. Whatever they decide to do. Yeah. Uh... For that movie. But yeah, crazy eerie games. Um, we should probably do like a, either like a movie bracket or just like movie discussion because I feel like you've definitely been more on top of movie releases, and I've been going to see some some of the same stuff you had. So it'd be a fun to look back this year and see. Yeah, maybe go through and... uh go through twenty twenty three and movies up to this point. I have been on more of a movie kick than a game kick the the later part of this year, and uh, I don't know why it just has sort of been been where I've been at, and. Um... It's funny because with the strike going on and everything else, it's just like I'm wondering what even awaits us for movies, you know, in the next five to six months. Like, I got to imagine that, like, I mean, so obviously there's some stuff that's done, but, like, at some point the, uh, you know, there's got to be a lapse where it's like they're not going to have new content ready to come out or at least not, you know, on the same level of yeah. of that. And, and obviously, you know, we get Stranger Things next year. That's massive. We, you know, but not a movie, but I mean, for all fucking intents and purposes, it might as well be you know, mm. considering the, the level of hype and, and, uh, and there's so much. So I saw Blue Beetle last week. Um, not a, it's not, I'm not, not championing it as an incredible film or anything, but it was very enjoyable. And by my recollection, other than Suicide Squad, one of the most enjoyable DC movies I've watched in quite some time. Um, I, I think they are going to be going forward with the character as well in the new DC universe. So at least there's that. Um, I like the actor. I just haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah, he was in uh, Cobra Kai, which I've never seen, uh, but I know a lot of people like that. Uh, I haven't seen that either. Good old but... George Lopez was in the in the movie, which is just hilarious because 
me, you know, me a few years older than you remembers being woken up at 2 a.m. by George yeah. Lopez song playing <laughs> no, on I the. We, we might be in that crossover <laughs> range of like, da, 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 da. you just wake up at like 2 a.m. and suddenly it's like, oh, God. It's like people jumping on the trampoline. <laughs> George, leave me the fuck alone, please. I'm trying to sleep. But yeah, no, um, I have been. And I just watched The Equalizer tonight, actually. Um, Denzel Washington, The Equalizer. Uh, came out that's the movie's 2014 but the new one the third one comes out or maybe just came out i think actually on friday this past week um and so i've heard people talk about it forever you know if i like john wick i'll like this whatever definitely different from john wick but it's very very good and uh i enjoyed that immensely i'm gonna probably go to the movies on tuesday next week to see the new one but i gotta watch Mm -hmm. the second one first and of course the second one is free on streaming on Hulu, but the first one is not free anywhere. You have to rent it online or have like a stars like membership attached to your to your uh, to your Hulu. But I like that. That was a good movie. Yeah, that's um, how they get you. Um, I just saw Gran Turismo, which oh yeah, how was that? So so fucking good. Like had no right being that good. I think I think you would enjoy it. It's like um. Obviously, it, it's based on a true story, which makes the whole concept very, very cool. And they do that thing that all based on a true story movies do, where they like show you the photos and like little blurbs at the very end, like comparing it to real life. And that's that's always fun. But the action and just like the anticipation that you feel watching a racing movie like that, it was it was it was very good. I was I was surprised. Um, I wanted to see it just you know like support PlayStation, but then you got David Harbor and Orlando Bloom, which I haven't seen in anything since Pirates. And I was like, what? Orlando Bloom's back? Wasn't and he I really in Lord like of the Bloom. Rings? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he plays Legolas, which I, that's like the one series in my fandoms that I partake in that I, te- I didn't watch yet. I tried watching it and I've like gotten so bored that I haven't been able to finish, but I will, I will watch Lord of the Rings one day. Um, So yeah, that's a good point. I guess I would have seen him in that, but um, the ki- the main guy of Gran Turismo, that kid, he was awesome, like acting wise, and yeah, I thought it was just a really fun time. I went by myself. I had to use my uh, subscription before the month was over at the movies, and I was like, I want to go see this, and yeah, it was great. It was definitely worth my time. Uh, yeah, it looked interesting. I think I'll catch that one on streaming, to be honest, because my yeah, brother likes cars. He wants to see it, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he'll like it. They do a cool job of, like, it's very much about the video game, because, like, that's just how the true story was. They literally took the best Gran Turismo players and put them in a race car. So they do, they definitely um, connect it back to the game quite a few times, which is cool. It's just, like, in, like, a dumb, like, oh, I'm a gamer. Like, you understand what they're talking about type way. But, mm-hmm. yeah, great, great stuff. Yeah. Great year for movies, too. It has been a super strong year for movies with John Wick and uh, Antu Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Excellent film. Uh, so uh, now, by retrospect, wasn't as, wasn't as uh, you know. Is maybe. Blue Beetle better than Ant-Man? Yeah, it was. Because okay. I, I would give Blue Beetle a solid seven. And I oh, say so that, what do you give Ant-Man? Well, now, I mean, probably like a six out of ten-ish. Okay, all right. But... Because I have a thing where, like, I go to the movies. I don't I just really enjoy going to the movies in yeah. general. So I might have, like, a bit of a blinders on when I go to the movie. Because for me, I'm giving my initial reactions, like, the experience as I'm walking yeah. out of the theater. Whereas, which is fine. But I also really like discussing movies with people. Like, I talk about movies with my friends a lot and stuff. It's fun to, like, get into a debate about a movie or talk about a movie or actually, like, you know, look into, like, goods and bad. But I, I like the initial sort of just, like... Yeah, I enjoyed this. Like, I spent my ten bucks, or I spent my five bucks, or whatever. Like, dude, if I'm spending five bucks to go see a movie, my barometer for whether or not I'm gonna consider that an enjoyable experience is not that high. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah I liked this. It was good. Like, you know. Um, but there are some that obviously, like John Wick. You did you end up seeing John Wick four? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's some movies that are just like you know, absolutely still exceptionally good, even like walking out of the theater. But I think. For Ant-Man, it was like, okay, I enjoyed it. It was cool. It had some hype moments. And, you know, removing myself from it a little bit, I could look back and be like, yeah, all right. Maybe it wasn't amazing, but it was still okay. Um, yeah. So I would say Blue Beetle was kind of like that. But I think Blue Beetle's strength was its character development and, like, the family, the whole family was great. And that sort of, like, that element of it, in, in addition to, like, just, I mean, the CGI was much better than Flash. And there were some cool fight scenes. I didn't even hate Flash, for the record, but the CGI we discussed was pretty egregious especially at the beginning um but yeah i, I mean, enjoyed flash yeah i didn't hate it I, I mean i gave it a, i gave it a seven or an eight no what did i give it i think i gave it a seven when we talked about it 
I got to keep a list so I can go back and reference right. <laughs> and update my scores. But no, Blue Beetle was fun. It was harmless fun that I think set up a sequel pretty well. Um, and it almost felt like Ant-Man 1 in terms of yeah, not being something people had a lot of expectation for and ending up actually probably exceeding that expectation if you yeah, I'm I'm with you on like the whole I enjoy watching movies and like I'm just going there to have a good time where people I feel like are way too critical these days. They're like that wasn't that wasn't the most like the the most critical thing I've ever watched. It's like, well, no, you're just watching. Can you just like have fun for once? That's <laughs> you my have difference. To be so yeah. critical. I think and, like, it's it's okay to be critical of a movie. A hundred percent. But like you can also just enjoy it for what it is like you don't yeah. not every movie you enjoy has to be a masterpiece exactly it's okay like, nine times fun. out of ten i'm probably going to be talking positively about a movie i just saw like i loved flash i thought i had a fun time watching that movie ant-man is like my one exception this year because obviously like i'm a marvel fan and i've watched almost literally everything and like i think all of it's great obviously there's the agreed upon bad things about Marvel, like Thor and all of that. And Eternals. But like Ant-Man, it made me so sad because like I wanted to like it. I just, even if for me to say that I could like got like sucked out so many times from having fun from there, that's like, that sucks because I wanted to like it and I usually do. But it just didn't hit for me, you know? Hey, listen, I mean, that's the that's the beauty of it. And a Sad lot of people are going to love that. I mean, Ant-Man had some cool stuff. I liked the Star yeah. Wars elements. It felt very Star Wars-ish, you know? Mm. Um, but it certainly had its flaws. And uh, I think, in general, that's a solid topic for a movie, uh, for a show, rather. Like, like, looking at the movies so far, 2023, and kind of, like, just sort of, like, reflecting on the year in movies and what else is to come because you know there's four months left essentially of 2023 and i don't think there's too many major movies still coming out i'm very excited about the five nights at freddy's movie that uh, looks quite I good hope i you're saw planning, the trailer and i was like what the fuck why does it look so cool that? yeah yeah okay. i will because i think that may warrant a show as a whole <laughs> um because it's a video game movie so it's a perfect yeah. you know and it comes so many out questions about it but it I'm comes out during halloween it. like right during the month or our like halloween month where it'll be a perfect topic for a show um i think so i'm hoping yeah so it comes out october 27th that's seems that's scary Five Nights at freddy's yeah the movie the, the trailer i was like oh my god because i've I mean, seen gameplay and stuff and it's just it's supposed to be scary kids are just fucked up and they love it <laughs> Speaking of scary, I finished Haunting of Hill House. I don't know if I told you ah, this or not. No, My girlfriend didn't. loves it. It's like her favorite series. And yeah. we watched the whole thing. And I don't remember if I talked to you too much about it at all no, when I was didn't. watching it. Because I couldn't remember if that was one you were into or not. Yeah, that was. I told you to watch Holy all shit, this, that so. show is wild. Yeah. The, the episode with the bent neck lady, when all of that comes to fruition, when I tell you my jaw dropped, I was just sitting there <laughs> speechless. Like, what the fuck? And, like, I don't know, this show's been out for five years, so I feel like it's okay to probably talk about it at this point. Yeah. But, like, the, 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 like, the, the, I got scared by a lot of stuff. Like, I get yeah. jumpy. I just have, like, a lack of focus. So, of course, Sam was, like, you know, giggling at me a little bit because I got a little bit jumpy and she knew what was coming because she's seen it before. Um, but the, the, the stuff with the bent neck lady, that episode when Nell hangs herself, I, that's genuinely some of the most shocking, unpredictable. I, have, did you, did you expect that when you watched it? Did you think? I don't think I did. Like I said, it's been so long since I've seen it that like you talk about it now is like jogging my memory, yeah. but no, I think that whole show was just like, what the fuck? Like it, the, I got genuine, it, there was such a, the, the tall guy, well, obviously like he's not always tall, but like when he's in his ghostly form, the tall guy with the hat. When he's like walking around and Luke keeps seeing him outside when he's like coming down mm -hmm. from the drill. Like the movie was the show had so many like scary, spooky moments and then and then the way everything came together, especially the end when you find out Abigail was fucking real, the girl, and she's real and then she dies of poison. It's like, what the fuck am I watching? Like that show was absolutely insane. And uh it was just so good. I uh, genuinely spooky great storytelling yeah. and just a fucking awesome show um i just had to that's what of... i like about his uh mike flanagan his stuff like you gotta watch um bly manor now which is i think he reuses a lot of his cast members yeah. like the the people which is cool but completely different story but just like really cool horror and 
obviously there is some jump scares but that's not like what makes it scary it's like the story is very good and like the mm-hmm. atmosphere and just everything's done so well good stuff yeah i'm gonna i'll probably check it out at some point i uh i don't want to watch it too soon because i'm gonna look at all the cast members and think like oh this is so and so from the other show you know why i like to like why i wouldn't want to watch like two seasons of american horror story back to back because i'm like wait yeah. this character is this you know um and but i think dude that show was so good i got that show was just absolutely mind-blowing in so many ways and the way they told it from all the different perspectives you kind of see everything come together at the end um i was a little bummed that there's no sequel or follow-up series or anything mm. like that you know um, I'm done. but i i guess you know it's sort of one of those things i i get very uh I get attached to a show or a series and I'm like, give me more. I want to consume more of the content. It's, it's like, no, you have to accept it. It's over. And I'm like, all right. Like I wanted a sequel to rogue one, you know, but like they didn't make <laughs> one. I was sad when the death star blew up at the end because I was like, no, all the people I've started to like, um, so yeah, no, uh, great show. Uh, just highly, highly I'm recommend glad. to anyone else listening that hasn't seen it. And then, yeah, I know there's Bly Manor, and then what is it, Midnight Mass? But Midnight Mass is apparently bad, right? Or no, wait. No, Midnight Mass is Midnight good. Midnight Society the... or Midnight yeah, Club? Yeah, Midnight Club. That, that one I've heard kind of sucks. That sucks, yeah. He has a new one coming out. I think it might be a movie. It's like one of the only things coming out um, like next month that I'm going to go see just because I need, like I said, I have that subscription. Wait, it's coming out in theaters? I feel like it is. Why do I? Is it haunting in Venice? I don't think it's that. No, I'm it's the fall to. of the House of Usher. Yes, that. It, it's is a, that it's, a show. It's not a movie. It's a show. Yeah. It okay. Comes yeah. Out, so that's uh, his next thing, which October is October 12th. Spooky yeah. season. Hey, listen, it's exciting. Every year for Halloween, my brother and I watch a bunch of stuff that we haven't seen yet. Like a couple of years ago, I watched like Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time and like the OG Halloween and stuff I hadn't seen. And then we watched. Uh, Fear Street last year and a bunch of other you know other stuff we haven't seen like I don't know if you have you seen Fear Street I know we talked about it briefly on the show maybe it's the three <laughs> it's I'd like there's the three up. movies and like the witch trials but it's like maybe with, not with Max from Stranger Things no uh, I you, feel like I don't know I, I, I bro you gotta up. watch Fear Street I I promise yeah. you it's fantastic and it's 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 not it's horror but it's not pure horror like it's you know a coming of age story the teenagers the center did you like it yeah. All right. It was great, right? And it was yeah. spooky, but it also had a really good, like, actual kind of like story to it. Uh, I think Fear Street's about the same way. Yeah, Maybe I different. like Sadie Sink. So yeah, she's good. She's in it. Every I Fear Street's awesome. And there's three movies, and they're all, they're all back to back to back, like the way that they're. It's you know, it just well, I highly recommend it. I I don't often give you a ton of recommendations because like I know we have different tastes on some things, but I definitely think that one might no, be up your alley you if you're for looking spooky. for stuff to watch. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And my roommate is like the biggest horror fan I know. So like when he's like, "You got to check this out," I'm like, "Oh, like Malignant is one he's been pushing me to watch." That apparently everyone like thinks is kind of like weird, but then when you find out that it's supposed to be weird, it's like a whole different movie. Like I haven't See, actually seen. That's that good yet. to know because yeah, I started it. I don't. Know, yeah. I can't remember if I told you, and I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? And we stopped watching it, yeah. but maybe I'll give it another shot. No, Malignant's supposed to be very weird, and it knows it's weird, and I think I think you need to give it, to, it needs some time to come together, based on what I've heard. But I love Sweetie Season, obviously, other than Christmas is my favorite season, Um, and I'm really excited for that in a couple weeks to really start, like, digging into some stuff. I'm, I'm a sucker for that. I really like, like, the aesthetic and the, you know watching a horror movie i can't watch a fucking spooky film when it's 97 degrees outside yeah, i feel right. like i'm gonna explode <laughs> like the vibe isn't right it's just not there it's september and it's fucking so hot that they're closing school early to send the kids home Literally. Like, i'm over it i'm so cr- i'm so angry about it and like my air conditioner today just decided it was just like nah i'm good it was it's just like, nah, I'm, just, like, I'm not it, working today. It, I had it on at a temperature setting of 61 at the lowest it goes and my room was 80 degrees like it's just yeah, it's so struggling. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate the heat. I, I like, please just give me, give me crisp fall weather all day, and I'll be, I'll be happy as a clam. Um, Almost but yeah, that there's there. a lot of stuff. That the Babadook too is another one I've never seen that apparently is a good uh, horror yeah. movie that I want to watch. Um, so plenty of stuff like lined up on that slate. But yeah, I think, um, I think now that we're back in business and kind of getting rolling, we've got a lot of fun stuff on the horizon. I also think. I, I was going to tell you this idea off air, but I'll tell you on air, whatever. I think we should do a Halloween Jeopardy during spooky season. 
Ah. Like with horror theme, like either horror movies, horror games, like any type of mix of those things. Maybe, maybe I could convince Ben to come back on here for that to defend his title. I think that could be really fun. I mean, you just said he's like a huge horror buff, and I don't <laughs> know really. Well, maybe, maybe may- like maybe fun, he- like a fun, like an overarch, like fun Halloween. What kind of questions do you ask about that? Which kind of candy has the slogan "You're not you when you're hungry"? No, I don't know. If it's, it's food for thought. Maybe he could help me come up with the questions, and we could bring someone else on to compete. Um, yeah, or something an, of that impartial nature. Halloween third party. Because <laughs> <laughs> that could be fun, but. We do have another show before then, obviously. We'll be back uh, the 21st. Uh, so it's two weeks from tonight, and it'll be the same time, 8 o'clock. And what do we want to do? Kind of like we can get talk about the movies and, and 2023 and movies and where we're at and kind of what yeah. we're looking forward to for that to sort of set the stage and get caught up because we've missed a good amount of time. So I think we've caught up on games, and uh, here we are. Let's... Uh, let's touch movies, and then we'll um, we'll dive headfirst into uh, Spooky yeah yeah i'm hyped anything exciting coming up for you this week anything you got going on nope not that i could think of playing starfield (laughs) watching ahsoka next week which after yesterday's is going to be a huge episode uh that's it just just vibing i'll have to check it out at some point well i don't know what i have going on so all i know is i'm uh be trying to relax as best i can and not die of heat exhaustion that'd be a um, good idea zoom's so in, really trying to kick me off in until then again. thank you guys so much for watching if you find lorcana somewhere at retail price buy it and feel free to follow us on all the socials we are back in full swing as we head into the fourth quarter of the year we'll see you in two weeks on the 21st of september bye